in the know for Wednesday, June 22, the 173rd day of 2022. There are 192 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will have the return of the heat today, hottest day of the week in store. We will also have the water cooler question for you. It will be your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. You smirked at Mach 9. Mach 9.25. I don't know what it is. Mach 9.75. Um, I just don't even know. You seem know. kerfuffled when I you am. came in. You're a little bit. bit uh, yeah. It's just, just because bit. you've been busy? I've been very busy. Is you had a convergence of mom duties and professional duties yeah, all at the same a time? Lot, a lot going on. But you're going to make it. Is, that, is that fair yes. to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, very good. Uh, you like life hacks, as people know. Oh, yes. The latest life hack for you, store your perfume in the refrigerator. Yeah, because we have a lot of room for that. Well, yeah, that's true. We might be able to find some room. <laughs> Keep your scents in the refrigerator during hot and humid weather. Storing your perfume in the refrigerator keeps it away from the heat and sun, making the scent last longer. Okay. So I guess that means don't store it in your car. Yes. Right? That would be yes. the opposite of the uh, refrigerator. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Family and Consumer Sciences Agent. Very special agent, Natalie Tall. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. You survived the Breckenridge County Fair. I did. That's good. Did. You were you were headed off to there last week when you were here. I was. I was afraid you were going to melt into a puddle. I was too. Like Olaf. But good news. <laughs> good news. They have air conditioning oh, so in their merchant nice. building now. Big so. upgrade at the merchant yeah. building at the Breck County Fair. That's good. Also, I should say uh, thank you for introducing Izzy and the koalas yeah. to our household. Oh, yeah, That's, y'all like uh, it? Yes. We went home so last Wednesday. I turned it on, and now it's like on repeat. On repeat, yeah. Yes. Next, thing, next thing you know, you're going to have stuffed animals hanging upside down yes. in random places of your home, and they're going to be ill koalas. Well, and she's asked a lot of questions about Australia and uh-huh. koalas, so when we yeah. go to the library this week, we are going to look oh, for cool. books to incorporate nice. that. Yeah. So may I ask you then also yeah. if your mileage has been similar because I had a, a moment. I was not even in the same room, but I was within earshot and I had some concern. So I heard, and maybe Harper oh, said the same, okay. I heard young Miss Alea say, when I grow up, <laughs> I'm going to live in Australia. And I thought, Oh dear, no! Please not! No, not Australia. <laughs> like, that's that's such a long that's so a long, a long commute. But so she may think like Australia is like the fifty first state. Like it's part of the right. contiguous United States. But so has 
Harper set ambitions of moving to Australia? No, Harper's okay. um, right, currently going to live in my basement. Okay, as she tells all right, all right, she's well. never leaving home. She's marrying her brother, and they're living in our basement. Okay. And they're going to have a small animal farm. I told that's Alea, where we're, that's was, where we're at right now. I was now. going with her, and she looked at me like I was growing horns. And yeah, I no. was like, no, I'm, I'm going to go with you. And she says, you can't live in my house. And I said, well, I'm going to put a tent in your backyard. <laughs> and she was like, no, you can't put a tent in my backyard. You have to get your own house. I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, no, Harper has attachments issues i guess because yeah. she's living in my basement you right can't now. live in my house oh but you can live in my house so yeah, <laughs> yes that's exactly that's that's how it works uh i have it on good authority that dustin is not listening this morning so you can answer this question honestly okay a new survey says 63 percent of people get nervous when their partner drives do you get nervous when dustin drives and okay yes and no okay i get nervous because he Sometimes when he drives, he also hunts and farms. So there's a lot of there's a lot of this going a lot of on. Rubbernecking. My papa yeah. Malcolm was that way. And, he had to we, check everybody's we, crops. Know, I'm yeah. like, hey, 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 <laughs> our side of the road. Mm-hmm. But he, on the other hand, loves to tell me how to drive and park to the point that now I'm like, do you know that I drive every day? And so it's it's a big joke now. Like he watched mm-hmm. me pull pull out the driveway this morning because his his new new to us junkie flatbed was right beside me and he was like don't don't hit my truck and he watched me back out and i was like every day every day i do this without you, just so you know. <laughs> and i managed yes. to get home yeah and i've only had one accident <laughs> just <laughs> one much time. Uh, well don't don't ask me because i i couldn't be able to answer honestly and please don't ask her because uh, i'm afraid she will answer honestly uh, actually i don't know if i get nervous when she drives because I never drive. She never drives. I just always. Oh, you're not. A, I just. I just. I, I like to drive. I'm not sure that he has actually rode with me. I, I know one. I can think of one time on the way home from a long trip that he was so sleepy that I think he let me drive from like outside of Nashville mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Other than that, we're talking like just to maybe drop off a vehicle. Oh yeah, a little short trip yeah, around town but or that's whatever, it. but anything of he any drives distance. Everywhere. Hmm. And I enjoy you don't it. want everybody See, makes d- me nervous. I enjoy driving. Dustin wants to he wants to farm and look out the window and so he would prefer me to drive because well, he wants right. to gawk. I, I, I hate driving. I, the most uncomfortable thing for me these days is if if I ride in the back seat of a vehicle, I'm constantly looking for a mirror to look out of. You know, like yeah, you're in the back like seat, of an, like I'm just glanced. I, I look at the mirror on the doors, like, wait, there's no mirror. I can't tell what's going on behind me, and it <laughs> really, happening? it really bothers me. But I don't, I don't get nervous when she drives. I just, yeah. but I, it, I, I, it, I drive like an old lady. It's not, it's not in, it's not control freak, by the way, because it's not that I won't ride with her. There is a huge element of chivalry in there. It's like if it's a chore and a task, it just seems like one that I should do. And so rather than saying, oh, I don't want to ride with you because you can't drive. Wait, why are you shaking your I head? Don't you don't drive. believe that to be I true? Ju- I mean, I do believe that to be true, but I also believe that you think I don't drive fast enough. Well, it- Dustin drives like a grandpa. That's part of my problem. I'm just <laughs> See, like, yeah, I cannot with you. And I, 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 I think I, I drive like a mammal. I, I mean, like D- Dustin will have a line of traffic behind him, and I'm they all pass that, him. But... Like it, he's a he drives like a papal. I mean, if he gets up to fifty five, he's like, whoa, gotta slow down. <laughs> whoa, bump, whoa, the, bump the brakes, bump here. the brakes a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's going to be the hottest day of the week, 
And so drive safely wherever you're, <laughs> wherever you're going. The heat index may reach between 101 and 105 oh for a few hours this afternoon. Uh, but not, you know, sometimes you get about a, you know, 15 to 20 degree swing in the temperature and the heat index. But so it'll be a little humid this afternoon. And one of the reasons it will be humid is there's a chance for some late afternoon thunderstorms to crop, uh, crop up, about a 40% chance of that. But the good news is if you can get through to this evening, Temperature's going to fall off into the 60s. So, you know, we've we've kind of struggled even to get into the lower 70s overnight the last couple of nights. So the temperature will get into the 60s behind this little system that's going to move through. And then tomorrow, after an overnight low of around, you know, 68, something like that, then tomorrow we'll see a high again about 90. So you know, almost nearly 10 degrees better than today. And then Friday is warm again. Saturday is warm again. But 80s early part of next week. So it's just... Uh, it's just summer. Summer's here, so that's uh, what you can expect. Hey, a um, couple things going on here close to home that we'll get to in just a moment. We'll get to COVID. But I am continuing a couple things nationally. The The more the days go by, the more you hear out of the tragedy in Uvalde, the sadder that I become because in the wake of a tragedy like that, there's a whole lot of hurt and harm and healing and shock and as the days go by, though, that the the anger rises and the finger pointing starts, the investigations continue. You start to look and say, well, why did this happen? Uh, what went right? What went wrong? And I don't know if everything we hear about the Rob Elementary uh, issue in Uvalde, Texas is true, but it doesn't look very good for the local police there mm-hmm. uh if what is being if what is being reported in the last couple of days is true and that makes it i will just tell you that makes it even worse for families mm-hmm. like t- tragedy is one thing you will always scratch your head and go why do things like this happen you know why what was like you just and it's inexplicable you just go things do and there's no there's no reason you can say well here's why it happened but when you find out that it happened but if decisions had been made differently, that it could have been lessened or minimized, or it it doesn't mean you could have stopped it or prevented it under that setup, but there was just a lot more loss of life than what maybe. And, and so it's the cover up is where, you know, you get, I don't know. And I won't come to meetings and have to own it. And so it's just really rough for the people of, that small community, and it's just uh, the tragedy continues. Also, I didn't get to pay any attention to the January 6th uh, committee hearing yesterday, but looked like they were spent more time on Georgia election officials and some of the threats that were made against them in the uh, in the wake of you know the claims of uh, election stealing and that type of thing. I realize, by the way, I'll just in in I've I've not spent enough time on the January 6th committee hearing to. You're either open-minded to it or you're completely closed-minded to it, and there's you know really no no sense in getting on into it on whether it uh, has value or not. But I've spent a lot of time the last week or so as someone who voted for Donald Trump twice, someone who enjoyed the way that America was functioning during his presidency but did not appreciate his bedside manner. I'm also a person who's kind of bracing and going, are we going to go through this again in 2024? You're like, is this what, is this what we're going to do? I've been focusing on the idea of this, the big lie, as they've labeled it. 
you know, and I've really, really tried to be open-minded and understand, not, not take the talking points from the national news media, but actually understand did, is, is, was this just a complete con by the then president to try because he's a narcissist and because he refused to cede power and all that type of thing. And I would just encourage each of us, you don't have to talk to your friends about it. You don't have to write about it on Facebook. You don't have to journal it. You don't have to, you don't have to record it anywhere, but really just have a honest conversation with yourself about the sequence of events and what you feel like is likely that happened based upon what you know, not based upon what some media outlet told you or what one of your friends, uh, uh, posted about on Facebook is you've got to have an honest understanding or at least a reasonable expectation of what happened during that season because you're going to be forced to make a decision here in about a year on where to go from here as far as the leader of our country goes. So it's, it is important even if we just say, ah, we don't want to talk about that anymore. Let's move on. COVID, the uptick in COVID cases in Grayson County has progressed into a surge. Two weeks ago, the county reported 52 new cases, but then there were 101, the two-week total of new cases, and they have uh, moved us officially into the medium category. The positivity rate, which stood at 11.5 two weeks ago, was at 17% for the week ending on Sunday. One new COVID-related death in Grayson County over the previous week. Uh, It's interesting how while Grayson County is up, the state is down. The state had been trending up for a couple of weeks and kind of shows you a little bit of the ripple effect. You've mm-hmm. seen the extremes. You'd seen some red in extreme western and extreme eastern Kentucky, and now you're seeing it kind of uh, dot the landscape just a little bit. Hardin County is back in the red. So you're kind of going through these what I would call uh, ripples, but at least on the statewide, the state took a turn for the better last week, and maybe we'll t- take a turn for the better in a couple of weeks as well. But we still maintain talking with Josh Horton. There's so much of this that's either being tested and diagnosed at home that's never right. entering yeah. the clearinghouse where mm-hmm. we keep track of these things. Right. So, People are not as yeah. diligent about mm-hmm. reporting reporting. Them. That's right. It, and so these are the cases we know about. Right. You don't get the data it's on the others. It's out there for and, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it just, so, it is. Just, so. But other things are out there too. Exactly. So just, yeah. you know, have that good, good hygiene, up. keep right. your distance. Yeah. And, um, and, and when you have questions, consult your family and consumer sciences department. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they have all the answers. Oh, do they? Or they'll just <laughs> where, re- where they? refer you to healthcare. <laughs> Who? Over there. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? <laughs> a big Clifty woman has been jailed after behaving erratically and suspiciously before breaking into a home. Sunday night. So this involved, I think, a resident of the area, and it involved multiple residences or properties. And it happened Sunday night in the Big Clifty area uh, around Langley Drive. And you can read all the details at K105.com. But the short of it is this: is this person is alleged um, Devore is the is the name. Thirty one year old Ashley Devore is accused of several things, including going into what we'll call a neighbor's home because it's apparently nearby her residence and getting food and drink out of the neighbor's kitchen and then was eating an ice cream cone in the yard when a people ar- party. arrived oh, sorry, and I said, help it, just- thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's ice cream cone. But that's what <laughs> she did, allegedly. And so... 
was uh, charged with second-degree burglary, third-degree attempted burglary, first-degree criminal trespass. I don't know any of the situations. I don't know any, any of the people involved, any of the details. I mean, but when you hear a story that, you know, a person broke into a home and ate an ice cream cone, they're just something. It wasn't stealing jewelry and, you know, like going through the medicine cabinet and I went into someone's home. And you just took an ice cream cone. So I just have a lot of questions about that, you know. We hear lots <laughs> yes. of stories about people who burglarized and took things and, you know, it's like I took the I took a gun or I took a whatever. So I don't know. I don't know any of the any of the particulars. The beach at Rough River Dam State Resort Park has been closed until further notice due to new requirements provided by the health department. The state park said their beach will be temporarily closed until further notice said they are working to quickly meet these new regulations so that everyone can continue to utilize the beach for the summer. Uh, Grayson County Health Department Director Josh Horton says the park needs to replace some safety equipment, and it's just on that one particular beach. So I was reminded yesterday, that's the only beach on the lake that's managed by the state park. All the other beaches on the lake are managed by the Corps. So when they close one, that doesn't mean they close all, all and right. you can still go to the other portions of the lake and enjoy the beach until they get the one at the state park squared away. And they didn't really have a timeline on when that uh, when that might happen. Governor Andy Bashir has run into a roadblock in trying to deliver relief for Louisville area motorists forced to pay more at the pump for reformulated gas. Federal regulators denied his request for a waiver to temporarily remove the requirement that costlier but cleaner burning reformulated fuel be sold in Metro Louisville. Reformulated fuel costs about 20 to 30 cents more per gallon than other kinds of gas. During a time of skyrocketing gas prices, that has added to the financial strain for motorists in Kentucky's largest city and some of its suburbs. The Biden administration still says they're going to try and waive the federal gas tax and create a gas tax holiday through September which I think is 18 to 20 cents and will be, um, you know, people will say hooray. But yet economists are saying, well, be careful about that because part of what inflation does and part of what raising prices does is that it tries to modify behavior by getting people to make different choices. Gas goes high. They're hoping that means people will use less of it. So by just knocking 20 cents off the price, that's not going to change behavior. And then when it comes back, it could be it, it could go higher that when the, the tax goes back on in September, adding 20 cents arbitrarily, then takes it even higher than it is now. So there's this ecosystem that hmm. is going on that they're saying it's just not as simple as saying, ah, knock off that 20 cents and it'll all be uh, OK. So we'll see what happens with uh, with that. I did see a headline yesterday that I would presume uh, Miss Tall is uh, – aware of or at Ooh. least excited about okay you have colleagues down in princeton yes that the university of kentucky yesterday approved a 38 million dollar expenditure to rebuild the princeton research center which um my what i was reading about is really a model for research centers and has yes. been for a long time around the state uh so uh the it's part of the uk extension uh, system mm-hmm. and I will presume there are around 120 family and consumer science agents around the state, right? About one per county, give or take. Give or take. So 
this is a relatively small community. I would imagine you have colleagues at Princeton that work in that building. Have you talked with them about what their experience has been like after their damage during the tornado in December? We have, and they they lost a lot of equipment. Um, Luckily, no loss of life or anything, but... um, I think that they've had a really good response to with the community helping um, agents across the state actually traveled to Princeton and um, helped clean up the fields and and take care of livestock and things like that. And then agents just in general in that part of the state, um, we had agents that completely lost their homes. Their homes were completely flattened or their farm was completely damaged or, you know, they had to had to rebuild. So it's a. There's a there's a lot going on over there, and I think extension in that part of the state has really been um, a helping hand, you know, to a lot of those people who have who lost everything. Well, imagine the number of barns that were destroyed. Right. Imagine the number of you know yeah. of silos or all, all that that happened, right. and so the extension is the glue that kind of connects extension service. Think of it this way: in the way that we know Kendra and we know Whitney and we know Natalie, that there's a Kendra and a Whitney and a Natalie yes. in Graves County and in Marion County right. and in all those areas. And so this it kind of gave me a better understanding for what it might like to be an agent in those areas right yeah. now. Uh, there was a lot of coordination on on the agents' parts in in um, those counties that they organized. Like the, the extension office became kind of a location for drop-off items or pick-up items and a, a distributing center, you know, if you will. And I know um, a lot of the people that worked out of Princeton, you know, went into the uh, surrounding extension offices and are working remotely and working out of trailers. And, you know, so there's just – there was a lot – a lot, a lot happening. So the biggest goal, they say, is they're trying to get the facility design completed mm-hmm. and it rebuilt because that facility will celebrate its centennial mm-hmm. in 2025. So they're going to try to have the new facility ready yep. to go by the time they celebrate their 100th birthday. So I think that's pretty neat. Yep. So good to hear for some of your colleagues there in Western Kentucky. Got to get to a break. Natalie Tall is our guest co-host today. we got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is HVAC Tech Day, (laughs) thanks to the ones that will show up when it's uh, hot. It's Onion Rings Day today. I like onion rings. I should celebrate that. Okay. Yeah, do it, do it. Have a celebrate Onion Ring Day. And it's also... Uh, chocolate eclair day today Ooh, yum and it is stupid guy thing day today hmm. day to celebrate the stupid things that guys do here's a list would you like to see <laughs> a list say, i'm, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut but or? i would love to hear the list pounding pounding things like just banging on things maybe when it doesn't work properly <clears throat> We used to have a TV when I was a kid. You know, you just you know, the TV messed up. You just pound on it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that'll suddenly or fix farm it. equipment. Yeah, that works. Combines. Hit it, with, hit it with a wrench. Yeah. It's not that the wrench actually does anything. I it just makes for a good weapon. I may not have seen a farm fit or two. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Are farm fits, you think, different or <laughs> similar, similar to throwing golf clubs when you get mad? Similar. 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 Yeah. We saw one of those on the U.S. Open the other day we were talking about on Monday. Uh, In addition to pounding things, squirting things, just. Yeah. Uh, Watching TV sports, using power tools, driving giant pickup trucks. (laughs) 
you know, have a theory about the giant pickup truck. I think it's a universal truth that can't be disproven. The taller the truck, the shorter the man. I've heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Taller the truck, shorter the driver. Wearing ball caps backwards. Burning and or exploding things. Hey, I don't think being a pyromaniac or a burn bug is limited to being... I like to burn stuff. I I also like to use power tools. Eating anything and everything, and then the Three Stooges. Like, how many women do you know that actually like the Three Stooges? Listen, they were on my TV the other night. Why? I do not know. But Dustin was giggling. He does not laugh out loud, okay? The man, he just, he doesn't. And he was giggling, and he was like, this is my kind of comedy. And I was like, oh, my my kind of comedy. No. That's good. My kind of comedy. My kind of comedy. No, thank you. Over 50% of Americans will travel this 4th of July. The vacationer held a survey to find out how many Americans will travel for the 4th of July or the 4th of July weekend. They surveyed 1,030 American adults over the age of 18 and was held online using SurveyMonkey. And so here, but here's what the reason that I mentioned it was 1,030 Americans, and it says more than 55% of them plan to travel for the 4th of July. More than 50% say high gas prices are affecting their 4th of July. Nearly 43% say their primary mode of transportation will be by car. The reason I ask you, though, is because they did this survey on May 1st. I think. I think those numbers are skewed. I do you think that it will the number will be less than fifty percent if you ask people now because of gas prices being at five dollars? Mm-hmm. Because even two months ago they were closer to four dollars. Yeah, you yeah. know they've they've run up quite a bit just in the last sixty days. So I don't know if that if that data is accurate or not. Perhaps it is. The best brand of ketchup is. Heinz. Heinz. Do you agree, Natalie? I do not care. You don't care? I do not care. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I care about a lot of other things, but ketchup, as long as it, now I have had like no sodium or low sodium ketchup. Gross. Oh, yeah. Real gross. Or if it says catsup on it, don't eat it. It's not bad. (laughs) It's like catsup. So I'm not really a ketchup connoisseur, so it doesn't matter to me. If someone offers you homemade ketchup. Run. Don't eat it. <laughs> don't like, do that. Don't. No. Like, <laughs> so what just, is actually not, the best? Are you going to tell us? Oh, Heinz is definitely the best. <laughs> um, when I see Hunt's, I go, oh, we're on a budget. So I kind of go, yeah, it's like. Or, I think I, think we I buy of, Heinz. Out of the good stuff. I, I do. You probably buy do. Yeah. Too. Okay. Do. What is the best brand of mustard? French's. Exactly. I thought so. I think so, too. But I'll eat any brand of mustard. I don't need mustard. Heinz, though, makes mustard, but mm-hmm. not very well. Because Heinz, to me, is a ketchup company. Stay in your lane, Heinz. Exactly. <laughs> Study the peep as your yes, ca- cautionary exactly. tale. Exactly. <laughs> What'll happen? What happened to peeps will happen to you. Be careful. Now I'm reading, though, that French's in Canada makes ketchup. Oh. And they are putting out a ketchup popsicle no, for it. summer. That, no. Oh, that is so Ooh. gross. I can't. <laughs> oh, why? No. It first made me wonder, hey, Frenches, you can't make ketchup. Ketchup is Heinz thing. Well, 
Heinz is an American company. French French's is a Canadian company, and they do mustard and ketchup. But yet we in America go, we'll take your mustard, but we draw the line at ketchup. We got to have American and ketchup. A ketchup popsicle. Yes, that is it's so disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. I will tell you the Mm-mm. the ketchup sickle might not be too bad so long as it remains frozen but the moment it starts to melt we're gonna have a problem i'm getting chills over here that's that's yucky that's Mm-mm. nauseating at least it's red did y'all ever get into like the green and purple ketchup could never make myself Mm-mm, not no. doing it. that mm, I couldn't not do doing it. it ketchup must be red it, yes absolutely it's, i never tried no it's <laughs> it is a perversion of natural law if ketchup <laughs> not like is, is not is not red I'm sure that Natalie knows this already because she knows all of the family and consumer science hacks. You really put me out there a lot. I'm nervous. <laughs> you can lengthen the life cycle of a loaf of bread by putting a stick of celery in the bag. Didn't know that. It will prevent mold. Hmm. You can put a stick of celery in a bag of bread and it will prevent mold. They also say that you can put... A, um, I think it's on the screen. You can put your banana tail, wrap it in foil, and they will store much longer. I've seen that, but I've, I've never seen tried that too, it. But I've never tried it either. First of all, bread and bananas don't stay around my house long enough to rot. So, <laughs> we so it's not because they spoil; it's because they <laughs> it's get because, consumed fast yes. enough. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you can keep carrots and green veggies in water, and then make sure all salad is dry and washed before it goes into a container. That's how you can preserve and lengthen the life of your food. As expensive as it is, you need these hacks. Mm-hmm. But celery inside the bread I don't bag. Know about that one. Interesting. It is interesting. I'd have to look into that a little more. All right. What's grosser, moldy bread or non-red ketchup? Non-red ketchup. You want to say tie? <laughs> <laughs> tie. Yeah. Here's another. Know. Here's another hack. <laughs> A doctor is saying, Dr. Laura Linehan is saying that if you have runny nose, sneezing, watery eyes, itchy throat, also known as hay fever symptoms, that you can use Vaseline to, um, putting Vaseline underneath your nose can help trap pollen before it enters the nasal passages. Mm. Other things like wearing wrap-around sunglasses can stop pollen from getting in your eyes and causing itchy, watery eyes. I hate the sensation of Vaseline. Yeah, it's right under your right under your, your nose. nose. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could we do used, that. Dustin used to use. Uh, here's another hack. If we're talking about life hacks. Um, if you have to change a unsavory diaper on a baby child, and it's smelly. Vicks Vapor Rub mm-hmm. or Vicks Sav under your nose. He doesn't like the smell of that. I'm a huge. Well, I, but do you like Vicks Sav? The <laughs> which do you like less? <laughs> yes. Yeah, which right, smell do right. you like which less? Would you so have? that used to be. It's not anymore. But when we had Harper, that was um, in our diaper changing station mm-hmm. for for Dustin because he couldn't deal. I go to Vicks a lot. Um, I put it in the the candle burner. I put it on. Feet of children and yeah. put socks on them. I'm, I'm a I use firm the, believer. Oh uh, yeah, in I Vicks. Don't think I dislike it as much as you think that I do. I mean, I don't think it's a 
pleasing smell. We go, well, I mean, I wouldn't. Give me more of that. <laughs> say, that but, is, it was well, but I always feel funny, like, when I get in bed and I'm like, you know, I got it under my nose and on my chest and, like, socks on my feet with it on my feet. Yeah. Sexy. Sexy. Sexy, right? Yeah. But the smell of it in general, you know, not not all that bad. Let's see. A couple things. This is, I can't do that because your monitor's messed up at the moment. So we'll get back to that. Oh, here's one. We talked a lot last couple of weeks about neighborly. Like when you have problems with your neighbors, you may realize that you're the problem. You know, have you ever stopped to consider that you're the problem with the uh, with the neighbor issues? And so I want to introduce to you a. She's they're calling her Karen. I'm not calling her Karen. So, with apologies to anyone named Karen, a Karen ruined a neighbor's wedding with her lawnmower just to be rude. A miserable neighbor dubbed a Karen seemed to purposefully ruin a wedding that was happening across the street from her home, droning out the bride with a lawnmower as she walked down the aisle. I tell you. In fact, the whirring during her lawn mowing session was so noisy that it even disturbed the couple's vows so the audience couldn't hear them. The clip, which is available on TikTok, it's been watched about 300,000 times, sparked outrage. So when the second bride song comes on, they're doing the processional, and they get ready for the bride to walk down the aisle, and the neighbor gets her lawnmower out. <laughs> and then continues on with the weed eater during the vow renewal. Like, why? And I'm thinking, how miserable must you be? Right. Oh, gosh. To want to ruin someone's someone's day but is there like a, i mean there there you shouldn't ever do that no but is there a backstory I was gonna say, right. i'd be you know, interested to see did the bride back that. over your dog you know right. what i mean like is there <laughs> yeah what you know, is, there is there something, something that occurred in the past yeah or that she thinks occurred in the past or it's obvious she's not at the wedding so was oh, she not, was she not invited to the wedding? Is there a reason she wasn't invited to the wedding? And but I'll just tell you that once you go down this road, just be prepared to play defense right. because you know they will they will probably mm-hmm. try and do something to inconvenience mm-hmm. you at an inopportune time. So just uh, I don't know. It's just sometimes we get a little bit petty about things when best best to just let it go, I suppose. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Today's water cooler question is coming up. Hang on here on In the Know. Tell them step off. I'm doing the hump. The Humpty Dance is Everybody. Did you know the front of a giraffe's tongue is dark purple to protect it from sunburn while eating? I didn't know that. I did not know that. Giraffe is my favorite animal. Did you know, Miss Buckles, that yesterday was Giraffe Day? You weren't here yesterday. Uh, I mentioned it as you'd be sorry that you uh, missed Giraffe Day. But but yesterday was the day we celebrate giraffes worldwide. (laughs) And now you know why they have uh, at least half of their tongue is purple. But some of us who are super smart about giraffes already knew all that, I guess. (laughs) Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win if you've not won in the last 30 days. You're 18 years of age or older. You qualify to win by texting your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Here's the question. 17 of 100 men 
say they have to get permission from their partner to do this. 17 in 100 men say they have to get permission from their partner to do this. Significant other, wife, main squeeze. 17 out of 100 men say they have to get permission from their partner to do this. What is it? 270-259-6000. It's not drive. <laughs> Natalie, don't write drive down. I feel like my answer is more than 17 out of Natalie, it's not make pancakes. <laughs> 17 out of 100 men say they have to get permission from their partner to do this. 270-259-6000. Father of the Bride, the reboot, draws HBO Max's biggest audience for a streaming-only film. Father of the Bride was the number one title across HBO Max around the world in its first four days since it launched on Thursday, June 16th. The film also ranked among the top ten most-watched title launches on HBO Max to date in Mexico based on its first four days. That makes sense because Andy Garcia and Gloria Estefan are playing the parents. So in this reboot, instead of it being uh, Steve Martin and Annette, Annette Benning, was Annette Benning the mom in the original? Then it's been recast. So it has more of a uh, Latin America type of casting to it, which would make it, uh, I think it looks pretty good. I will tell you, by having uh, being the father of a bride from just last September, I will tell you there are portions of that movie of the original I've not seen. It uh, they're just spot on. There was a there was a time the afternoon of the wedding, so I had to be there early for first looks and pictures and all that. I'd be be there like one o'clock. Right. The wedding ceremony wasn't until I think about six. There was a period in there from about um, three to five where wherever I stood, I was in someone's way. Like, it, <laughs> it, like I was, okay, I'll just go over here and get out of the way. And then somebody would come along and say, uh, sir, we need to set something up right there. It's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll move over here. And then I'd be there for two minutes and I'd say, oh, we need to get there where you are. Like, where can I go? Can I just go home? Just, just tell me where I can be. So I'm just like, I was felt like just useless. trying to exist. I had to be there, but then I was in everyone's way. I'm like, this is, uh, this is rough. So anyway, I think I'll be, enjoy seeing the reboot of uh, that movie. <clears throat> Maya Bialik says she's feeling a lot of fear after she tests positive for COVID. So Maya Bialik, been seeing her hosting Jeopardy. And then I saw this photograph of her and I thought... I don't know, uh, and uh, Natalie, maybe you don't know, but is this what COVID makes you look like? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I look like. She doesn't. You'd look like Mayim Bialik when you <laughs> yeah. had COVID. Like you see her all made up, you know, on mm -hmm. Big Bang Theory or on Jeopardy. I was going to say that is Amy Farrah Fowler. I was that is say, not, yeah, that is Amy Farrah. Yeah. That I mean, is Amy Farrah. That Fowler. is yes. I'm pretty sure she looks way better than I did whenever I was in my bed. <laughs> but that is so raw. I mean, yeah. that is like, yeah. wow. That's real life right there, man. Mm -hmm. One night this week, the answer to one of the clues on the on Jeopardy, it was the Big Bang Theory. Oh, really? But it wasn't the show. It was about the actual scientific the, theory, the Big Bang mm -hmm. Theory. But when the contestant answered it, you know, she just kind of had like a like a real sly smile. Like, yeah. Ah, me oh, and, me and Big that. Bang Theory. Look at us go. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let me scroll through and see if we could uh, scroll, 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 scroll. 
Scroll, 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 scroll. Nope, still no correct answer in the water cooler question. <laughs> 17 of 100 men say they have to get permission from their partner to do this. So think of it during the break, and we'll see if we have a winner or not. We'll come back, going to get caught up on things happening. Uh, Poverty Coalition event coming up, and uh, Natalie's got all the details on that, plus everything you need to know when your chart toppers, your point to ponder, and more. Hang around here on In the Know. for today would you rather high five everyone you meet or give a wedgie to anyone in a green shirt say that again would you rather high five everyone you meet or have to give a wedgie to everyone to anyone wearing a green shirt i think i like the wedgie yeah i don't know though you're gonna see with well because i really don't see a lot of people i knew you would be conflicted though because of the green shirt because if it was another color shirt you might not care so much but you love the I color love green, green I do but love giving green. a wedgie's fun yeah and i don't yeah, see but... that many people and i don't go places where people wear pajamas and like things like that so yeah. my, the saying. people i would yeah. encounter maybe i wouldn't mind giving a wedgie yeah i'm just saying something something to consider Ugh. Uh, let's see. I don't think we had. Wow. Lots of answers. Wow. 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 No, 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 no. The correct answer was going grocery shopping. Going grocery shopping. 70% of men say they have to get permission from their partner to do this. Dustin, if you're out there, you do not need permission. Go to the Just do it. You may. Hey, uh, last week when you were here, Natalie, uh, by the way, Natalie Tall is our guest co-host today. And when uh, you were here last week, you mentioned a couple of events going on. Mm-hmm. But one of them um, is the uh, Poverty Coalition event that's going on at right. the uh, Extension Office. Tell us about that, when it so, is and how but, it works. Yeah, so this is a resource fair, our first annual resource fair. Um, it's going to be next Tuesday, the 28th. That is next Tuesday, correct? <laughs> from 1 to 6 at the Extension Office um, at 64 Quarry Road. Uh, again, from 1 to 6. And uh, we have what the goal is to kind of bring all of these resources in the community to one place so that um, you guys have access to them. You know, you or someone you might know might need these services. And just to give you a little idea of some services that are going to be there, this won't be all of them, but. Um, Owensboro Health is going to be there with addiction services, the mother baby. Um, Department, uh, stroke screening, trauma services, lung screenings, nutrition services, uh, the health department will be there, Horizon Home Care, Twin Lakes Home Health, Spiro Health, um, Grayson County Board of Education, EICS, Women's Ministry, Celebrate Recovery, Silverleaf, Extension Office, ECTC Litchfield, um, let's see, Passport, Anthem, Alliance. Feeding America will have a housing representative there. So those I was going to ask about housing. Yeah, yep, housing. Yep. Um, those are just, again, a few. Uh, community health clinic. So mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, uh, not a couple of weeks ago, I guess it's been a couple of years ago now, 
Senator Steve Meredith was uh, in in the studio. And this was when we were doing the, I think we were looking for our work ready designation. Mm-hmm. And there were various committees, various pillar committees mm-hmm. that were going on trying to do needs assessments, look at the community, right. see where we were strong, maybe where we needed to improve. And it, and, and maybe someone else coined the phrase, but I'm going to give him credit because I heard him say it. He said, we have a tendency, probably everywhere, but he identified that in Grayson County, we sometimes have a tendency to work in silos. Right. We're, we're all doing our own thing, and we've got our areas of expertise that we are. And so, you know, we might be in the... We might be in the publicizing business or whatever it might be, and we're here in our silo, and we might be right next to the extension service, but because we're in our silo, we don't talk. We don't necessarily talk with what's going on right. with the person in the silo next to us. But by getting out of the silos, it gets all these right. people into the same room and the same landscape. And really help super serve right. the community to go, oh, you need housing, you need food, you need health care, you need counseling, you We're need... We're all right uh, here, right? One-stop shopping. And I've, I've heard Steve say that. I've heard several people in the community say that. I've said that myself. And, and, you know, we talk about collaboration. And collaboration is more than just, hey, I've got this going on. Will you tell, you know, will you share it on your page? And you share... It's more than just asking people to share what you're doing. It's inviting people to the table to take part in whatever event your is going on in your silo mm-hmm. you know get out of the silo and bring it out into the the barnyard if we're going to keep going with farm analogies <laughs> sure, <absolutely. laughs> bring it out to the by the way i think that's more of a military like missile <laughs> silo like well there you go intercontinental ballistic missile silos as much as well, now listen, I'm talking about silage silos, silos all right? <laughs> That's what we have That's in my mind. That's goes. where my mind goes. Here, here's also to take a different type of analogy. We talk about people staying in their own lanes. Okay, so your lane is this and my lane is this and my lane is that. There are times when lanes run next to one another and those lanes merge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is that type of thing where if if hunger is an issue with this family, there's a really good chance that if the relationship is about hunger or a, a hunger need, there's a really good chance they need these other services too right. that they may not know about. So by using the connection point of, say, the alliance, mm-hmm. then that can hand off to EICS right. or it can hand Absolutely. like whoever. And so this is why this is And important. maybe you yourself personally don't – maybe you are fortunate enough to not need some of these services that are going to be present. But maybe you know somebody. Maybe you have a family member or a friend or maybe, you know, just to get have more of an awareness of what, what resources are available in Grayson County. So, so come out. a week from yesterday? A week from yesterday, next Tuesday, okay. June 28th, 1 to 6 at the Extension Office. So plenty of time to work around a work yep. schedule or mm-hmm. – all that good stuff. All right. Thanks for the information. Yeah. Uh, today's highlight in history, this day, 1940, during World War II, Adolf Hitler gained a stunning victory as France was forced to sign an armistice eight days after German forces overran Paris. The U.S. Department of Justice was created this day in 1870. Birthdays today, Chris Christopherson is 86, Meryl Streep is 73, Cindy Lauper is 69, Aaron Brockovich is 62. Not Julia Roberts. The real Aaron Brockovich is 62. <laughs> Dan Brown is 58. Carson Daly is 49. Gone but not forgotten. Pete Maravich was born this date in 1948. Let's find a chart topper for today. Let's go to 1954. Archie Blyer was number one. A duck. 
Hernando's hideaway. Where no one knows your face. A glass of wine, a fast embrace. It's called Hernando's hideaway. Is that Dustin Tall kind of music? He said, this is my kind of comedy. <laughs> Hernando's hideaway. He probably kind would. Of music. Probably. <laughs> He's all right so long as you don't brush up against his truck. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 1963. Kiyu Sakamoto with Sukiyaki. No. Mm. Let's keep moving. Let's go to 1972 Donna Fargo. Wow. Now this is Dustin's kind of music. Okay. He's the happiest girl in the He's whole the USA. He's the happiest girl in the whole USA. <laughs> All right. He likes old, old, old country. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> that he's the happiest girl, I mean. Number one in 81, Ray Parker Jr. in radio. We were talking earlier this week, the number of hits that Ray Parker had uh, with the other woman was one, Ghostbusters was one. We couldn't remember what the other one was. It was this one, The Woman Needs Love, number one. Nice mustache. Let's go to 1990. And Belle Biv DeVoe was number one with Poison. Living La Vida Loca, Ricky Martin in 99. Leona Lewis, uh, Lewis, Bleeding Love in 08. And Despacito was number one five years ago today. Envy's Pearlism for today. Natalie, good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks yes. for coming Thank in. You. Stay cool today. By the way, that was message was from Miss Shirley Snyder that, that said stay cool. That oh. you might that was for you. Yeah. Was okay. Specific. Okay. She doesn't care. This she doesn't care if we sweat. She was telling you to stay <laughs> stay stay cool. But we've been seeing Miss Shirley at the ballpark this summer. Yeah. So. Still I'm, waiting on a fried I'm apple pie. Kind of sad that the yeah, the season came to an end. We mm-hmm. didn't get to celebrate with the fried apple pie, but that's okay. Yeah. She's busy driving buses and you know, all that <laughs> stuff. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Everyone smiles in the same language. Everyone smiles in the same language. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.